Welcome to St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Saratoga Springs, New York, where we are gathered by God to share the love of Jesus. On this second Sunday in Lent, we look at how God protects us, just as a mother hen gathers her chicks under her wings. Here is this week's message from Pastor Adam Lugand. Grace to you. Peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Luke, I'm really glad that you didn't come under my chasuble. It's a perfect example of how Jesus and Jerusalem dealt with one another. It's how we frequently find ourselves dealing with God and how God continues in mercy and patience to deal with us. When Jesus came into Jerusalem, he was interacting with the religious leaders and authorities of the day because that's where they were located. That's their home office. That's where the temple was. This is where the Pharisees were. This is where the Sadducees were located. Kind of everything happened in Jerusalem. If, if Frank Sinatra were in ancient Israel, he would say about Jerusalem, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. It's up to you, Jerusalem. But the truth of the matter is the Jerusalem of that day had really, by and large, turned away from the God whom they had served. And what had become of the worship in the temple had been become transactional, where people came and gave what ex amounted to their money in exchange for God's forgiveness. And the heart and core of the sacrificial system, really where we give of what we give to God in trust had fallen away. Not only that, Jerusalem had a pretty rough history with prophets, people that had been sent to it. And you heard a little bit of that in the Old Testament reading that Miguel brought to us about Jeremiah. Jeremiah wasn't just a bullfrog and a good friend of mine. Jeremiah was a prophet after whom the word Jeremiad is given. Jeremiad is a terrible dose of, good news, of bad news. So Jeremiah brought a terrible dose of bad news to Jerusalem about their destruction. And the reason that they were, they were destroyed in the Old Testament is the same reason that Jesus came and said, hey, Jerusalem, I long to gather you, but you wouldn't have it. God's people and God have had an on-again, off-again relationship. If they were setting a status on social media, we'd say it's complicated. God's relationship history with his people has been complicated, not because of God. He's not been somehow running hot and cold, but his people have. God's people sometimes draw very near to him and are walking in his ways. And other times... They step away, and they do what's right in their own eyes. As a matter of fact, that's how the book of Judges describes this relationship. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. And by implication, it's, and they did not do what was right in God's eyes. And in this on-again, off-again, complicated relationship of God with his people, God is always calling them back. God is always inviting his people back to him. We talked about this on Ash Wednesday just a couple of weeks ago, where we hear the prophet Joel say, return to the Lord your God. Why? 
because he's gracious and he's merciful and he's slow to anger and he abounds in steadfast love. And who knows, he may turn and leave behind an offering. And the beauty of this is that God is the one that's doing the offering. If there's any transaction between heaven and earth, it's where God gives us what we need. Where God provides for us a Savior in Jesus Christ. Where God clothes us daily, like Martin Luther says in the first article. Daily he gives me food, clothing, and all I need to support this body and life. God gives and we receive. We can't give in order to have God pleased with us. This is one of the bedrock foundation understandings of the Christian church. That whatever we have to offer first came from God. And we give it in thankful obedience to him. We give it in thanksgiving. Left to our own devices, we end up being a little bit more like Jerusalem. We go our own way. We do what's right in our own eyes. We kill prophets and stone those who are sent to him. And say, Pastor, I haven't killed or stoned anyone. Well, when we look at our relationship to God and the way that he calls to us, we may not be downright oppositional. We may not pick up stones and hurl them against Jesus or his people, but recognize that there are things in our lives that Jesus could legitimately look at us and say, oh, Adam, Adam, how I've longed to gather you under my wings, but you wouldn't have it. It's true about you too. John, Cindy, Amanda, Luke, Miguel, Tim, Chris, insert your name here. How God would long to gather you under his wings, but you wouldn't have it. We are a stiff-necked people. We are Israel today. We want things our way. I was talking about a relation of ours who likes to plan the way things turn out from beginning to end. And even if things turn out just as they would have liked, if step A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way up through Z, if we didn't follow exactly the path that was imagined, it was bad. We plan out our courses. We think about how things are going. And then in our prayers, we dictate to God what we want to see him do. And when it doesn't come to pass in that way, don't we complain and think that God, his anger is smoldering against us, just like we confessed moments ago. God has so much more in store for us in our lives. Good things that might not match our bent imaginations. Wonderful blessings that might not fit the tidy little boxes that we have created for them. And while we're not opposing God, we very well may be resisting him. And they're the same. How much, long, how much God would love to gather us under his wings, not only for protection against the assaults of the evil one, a good thing to remember and cling to in this Lenten season and really throughout our lives, 
but he also longed to gather us under his wings to give us blessings so that he can send us out from our, his wings in order to bless the world. Let's just take a couple of examples. Imagine someone against whom you are carrying a grudge. Do you think God wants you to be carrying that grudge? Has he given you a tool with which to eliminate that grudge? Forgiveness? But you resist using it because it's going to cost you? Your anger and your righteousness is too dear to you than to say, no matter what has happened in the past, you are of more value to me than whatever it was you did? And then, swallowing our pride and our arrogance, we come under the protection of God. Because it's not us who's forgiving, right? It's God who's forgiving through us. Or, or this. Do you feel that there is something that in your world you could perhaps with your time or your efforts or your attention or your money or your energy really bless to go further along but you really like your free time or you really like your bank balance or you really like whatever it is and you hold on to it as if it were dear life, thinking that God might not provide what you need. But if the Lord is calling you to that kind of service, don't you think he wants to bless you in that kind of service? And really the action is to jump and assume that the parachute will be there because God promises it will be. How much, how much, how much God would have us, he longs to have us trust in him, but we'd rather trust in ourselves. Lent is a time of repentance. Repentance is turning. It doesn't have to do with beating our breasts and saying, oh, what a wretched man or woman I am. It's saying, there's something better that God wants for me. And my call is to trust in him. How often God would have gathered us under his wings. But like Luke, he says, no thanks. <laughs> How often God would gather you under his wings to give you his blessings for all of the good that he's always intended for you. But you wouldn't have it. So let's listen to the prophet Jeremiah and to the prophet Joel and to Jesus because he said, you're not going to see me until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus was being a prophet himself. In his mind was the day that he was going to be riding up to Jerusalem on the back of a donkey, colt the full of a donkey on Palm Sunday, heading up to Jerusalem for the day that he too would be crucified. You see, this mother hen who gathers his children, us, under his wings, did stretch out the arms of his protection over us to forgive us, renew us, and lead us. Why? So we could delight in his will and walk in his ways so that we could put our trust in him, so that we might return to him. His protection is over us by the outstretched arms of his mercy on the cross. And that was the day 
where God the Father pulled his wings in. And he allowed Jesus to endure the full weight of Jerusalem's disobedience and its murderous attitudes, its opposition, and our resistance. Jesus took away the sting of our resistance. Jesus took away the need to defend ourselves. Jesus took away all of the guilt and the shame. Jesus took it away because the Father dumped it on him. It wasn't, I heard once upon a time, the nails that held Jesus to the cross, but his great love for you and me. And those arms of Jesus, the living Savior, still extend over us. We operate under the protection of the Almighty. So operate with boldness. Operate with confidence and without fear. Operate in a way that you don't have to convince and cajole cajole God to give you his blessings. Operate under a sense and a true trust and faith in him that allows all things to happen. Remember what St. Paul said? I can do all things through him who gives me strength. The him is Christ our Lord. The mother hen who in love for us protects us from sin and death and the power of the devil and instead allows us to grow up strong, to bear fruit for the sake of his name, to serve and bless and be an outpost of heaven right here on earth. How often God longed to see that happen in your lives. It's been my experience that when I start longing for the same things that God is longing for, things go well. Let's turn down the resistance and turn up the acceptance of his mercy. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please rise. Now may the peace of God that passes all of our human understanding keep your hearts and minds rejoicing in the protection and the desire of God to bless us and send us out in his way. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about St. Paul's Lutheran Church, please visit spalutheran.org. God's blessings to you. Go in peace and serve the Lord.